All right. This is uh, going to be the very first podcast of me and Jacob, and hopefully someday Tyler. Uh, I am Dad Blizz and Jacoby. And it's called like, mixed nuts. Yeah, assort, assorted nuts. We don't want to assorted nuts. I don't think we want to get. Uh, and it is not brought to you by planters. Uh, I don't think we want to get uh, a cease and desist from them anytime soon. But uh, yeah, we're just kind of here. That's a terrible share. joke. Yeah, it was. It was real that bad. Was ter- take that back. <laughs> Re- uh, re-edit that. <laughs> uh, nope. nope. <laughs> uh, I think you, don't, you don't want that on the internet. I don't care. I, I don't know. Care. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just kind of here. We're going to shoot the shit about whatever we want. And uh, we, we Hey, hope- what's been going on in the lives of the nuts? The mixed nuts. Uh, Tyler's getting a house, so he's being a little, uh, he's a little agoraphobic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tyler and Abby recently purchased a house, so that's exciting news. Uh, I have not. Uh, (laughs) uh, Jacob's been working on the same house for 32 years now. Um, That's correct. Yep. But anyway, uh, yeah, since this is our very first episode, we're just kind of going to, you know, go with the flow in this thing. And one of the things that we want to bring up, a couple couple weekends ago, we did the, well, we tried to do the midnight to 6 a.m. overnight tour at Waverly Hills. And, like, while I was seriously hoping to have some kind of paranormal or some kind of you know activity or something happen uh nothing ever did uh i mean don't get me wrong i thought it was a very enjoyable experience it's just that you know for all the flack that waverly hills gets of oh one of the most haunted places in america or even the world like you sounded very 20s radio when you did that (laughs) Everybody's coming down to the Waverly Hills to see their first ghost. Right? That's what I was really like hoping for. But, uh, you know. Phasmophobia, by the way. Fear of ghosts. Phasmophobia. Mm. Like phasm, phantasm. Yep. Phasmophobia. Not to be confused with Tyler's disease, agoraphobia, which is the fear of going outside of your house. (laughs) But. I mean, I thought, you know, the whole, the building itself was, like, really cool. It was, you know, old-timey, rundown, no windows, like, anywhere. That was neat. Um, the body shoot was uh, not what I was expecting it to be by any means. Like, I don't know. I just, I expected some more, like, like the feeling of dread or the, like just some kind of like, Oh, there's something wrong. Like I didn't feel anything like that in the body shoot. No, I did. I, I, uh, not to be, uh, not to, to, uh, move from my skeptic position here, but there was a time, uh, and I'm not saying I'm a psychic or, or, uh, <laughs> commonly, uh, influenced by these such things. But I did feel a, like a like a deep sense of oppression um, when we up when we entered into that top floor and there was all those like crazy lit up uh, balls that and it looked like somebody had just had a rave there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the um, ceiling. Obviously, that's not a scary thing to see. Uh, a bunch of light up balls and and fun stuff. Uh, but I did feel like an intense, uh, almost anxiety tightness in my chest, uh, oppression. Hmm. Um, when we entered into that space, uh, was it a ghost? Probably not, because you know. At that point, you were just really tired. Yeah, I was probably just really <laughs> tired. Could it have been a ghost? Maybe, maybe. But there was when we were on the second floor before we all went up upstairs, and I was walking around by myself on the second floor. Like there was for like a split second where I kind of felt like something could have been like watching right right over my shoulder or something but i don't know it was just like i did a quick turn nothing there and i was just like man like where you at shadow person obviously never happened 
Yeah, also, you know, shadows are made by <laughs> uh, light, you know, moving around a person when the building's full of people and so, you know, not really. Also, well, if you Google, last time we tried to record this podcast, uh, I Googled Waverly Hills evidence and there was a photoshopped picture <laughs> and then literally nothing else. Like all these like, quote, air quotes, shadow people are like the most grainy, shitty, like awful, awful, well, awful. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to be like, it's not going to look like. Slender Man. Like well, what's the fu- what's the point? What's the point of being a fucking ghost? I, I don't know. I'm not a ghost. I couldn't tell you. Like, I mean, you, she- you want me to go shoot myself so I can come back and tell you what it's like to be a ghost? No, no, <laughs> no. Because the likelihood of that working is slim to none. I don't think that's a good thing to die over. I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> bet. Say bet. Like- sure somebody has, has been like. Left in their suicide note. Hey, I'm gonna kill myself. Life sucks. I'm gonna kill myself. But also, uh, I will try to come back and haunt you. Um, Yeah, but then like every creak, every creak, and every sound that you hear from then on is just gonna be like, "Oh, there's Larry." (laughs) He fucking he's he did it. He came back as a ghost. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's that easy to become a ghost. I don't think you can just like kill yourself and become a ghost. I think there has to be. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, let's go through this process. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I think there definitely has to be some like. Like, I want to say. Are you saying there's a Beetlejuice waiting room? (laughs) No! No, not really. It's just like, I'm thinking like obviously either some type of uh, existential dread that was experienced when you died or like you you have like and I'm not saying like when everybody dies we all have unfinished business but so Casper rules kinda kinda yeah like okay <laughs> like if you have some serious uh some serious unfinished business. I think that could, like, your your energy could like focus itself into a ghost. All right. So, wh- so our goal here. Let's let's break this down logically. Then, our goal as a ghost is uh, we've manifested ourselves into some sort of energy that can interact with the physical world. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, interact with very a very limited capacity. Okay. So we're given by whatever power. Uh, gives ghost power a very limited amount of energy to interact with the physical world, and then we, and then our our intent or our goal is to resolve unfinished business <laughs> with that energy. I mean, it seems like kind of a dick move. It's like giving somebody some scissors and saying, "Go cut the grass." <laughs> I don't know who's doing that. But that seems like a dick move. No, not like that kind of like unfinished business. I mean, like, I don't know, like personal, like they were on like a personal growth or personal like journey and like, you know, something happened to them. They didn't get to experience the growth that they were out to do. And so Mm. it was kind of like wandering the earth until they get to accomplish that i would absolutely love it if uh the rules of ghosts were that we could observe and not affect uh all of time and space oh okay so basically like like a god well no because gods are um omniscient and omnipresent i would just want to be like omnipresent without interaction so you want to just pretty much be able to like fast forward or rewind all of like, space and time. Yeah, as a ghost. Well, as yeah, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, a, a spiritual being, a, a, a being of energy, and yeah. then I could go back dawn of time, watch the first like few atoms bang together to create proteins, which bang together to create uh, you know multi-celled organisms. And then I could fast forward through all the dumb shit to the dinosaurs <laughs> and then fast forward through all the dumb shit to like, I don't know, Mozart, I guess. 
and then fast forward through all that dumb shit to the end of times and watch just basically watch like the apocalypse unfold for a while and then just kind of see where eternity takes us and then see where eternity takes the rats when they take over the planet and become um, uh, the dominant species or octopuses octopi I, I, my, my bet for the next, um, the next best evolutionary, uh, I don't know if you're placing bets on the, uh, next cognizant beings on the planet, I'm going rat or I'm going octopus. What? Or both. And then there might be some kind of, you know, war later. (laughs) Like a war, like the planet of the apes. But with rats and octopuses. Yeah, so like, because the octopuses, they would be I know, I know, parallel I know. evolution, right? They, so I know they are very intelligent animals. Both, but... yeah, both of them are, and I think that they would develop that intelligence over, you know, a few million years um, separately, and then have, and then eventually there would be some skirmishes. You know what I'm saying? Well, with these rat people, uh, not really people, but like. But you suppose yeah. the rats would have hyper evolved rats and hyper evolved. Um, well, octopi. since rats could get in the water or stay on land, don't you think they'd have the advantage over the octopus? Because the octopus is water; like they can't really hang out outside of the water. Well, that's see, they've got to be a little bit smarter and figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they can figure out scuba, reverse scuba, and the. <laughs> And also, they have a huge advantage. the The planet is two thirds, uh, two thirds water. I mean, right uh, now, just it on might the not be, it might not be in a million years. Just on the surface, that's just on the surface, and you know the trenches and so on and so forth. They're so deep. Uh, I mean, the, octopi, the octopi have a lot more area to do. That climate thing. climate change could be so bad in a million years. There might not be any oceans. Yeah, that's true. There might not be anything. Well, that's not. That's there's always going to be something on Earth until the sun gives out because um, the way the way our uh, our little dome here greenhouse and our atmosphere works will be will our entire species will be dead long before any of the other ones especially rats small mammals small mammals have been around uh, since before the dinosaurs and they sure as hell are going to be around after us. Man, I'm That's not disputing that. Yeah, I mean they're going to be here. In a different form, but yeah, oct- my bet's on the octopi. <laughs> All right, can we take like like future bets, like and see where that goes in like a thousand years, two thousand, a hundred thousand? Well, that's years. the thing is we'll have to collect on those bets as ghosts. And then <laughs> we won't, ghosts don't have currency, so you know it's gonna be we like, don't know that we don't know that. I don't know. I'll give you like my left ectoplasm toe or something. <laughs> I mean. The- they could have a functioning society as ghosts. We don't know. No, we don't. <laughs> that's the that's the fun of it, I guess, right? I guess. I mean, who knows? It's just like life. Life after death is a crazy thing. I mean, it, it might not be a thing. It could just be that's it. Game over. Who knows? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's it. Now, now is your time to rest. <clears throat> right. Ah. But anyway. Uh, Pity me not, for my sorrows are over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Waverly Hills, fun. Uh, Jacob totally could have brought his air hammock that I poo-pooed on the whole time. You and Gur poo-pooed uh, on every fucking thing. No, you can't bring that. You can't bring that. can't bring that. <laughs> hey, can I, can I bring a pencil? Nope, can't bring a pencil. Well, you know. Most places wouldn't let you bring an air hammock. But. What what's most what most most place most abandoned sanatoriums? <laughs> Is that what you just said? Did you say most abandoned sanatoriums no, won't let I, you bring an air hammer? I, I said most places. Oh, like yeah. a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Restaurants won't let you bring air hammer. I mean, I'll get up there. I don't want to bring my air hammer to the real Charlie's. I'm not going to be there that long. Uh. You might be nowadays. Now, I'll tell you what. If if uh, if the Golden Corral let me in there with an air hammock, I'd be there for days. <laughs> I'd take a vacation, five day vacation, Golden Corral. Ah, uh, but when it's closing time, you can't stay there. What? Yeah. Well, move the air hammock to the outdoors. <laughs> but anyway, Waverly—it was a neat experience. I mean. 
if I did it properly and actually took a nap at like nine o'clock in the evening and got up at 11 and was able to stay awake the whole time, that probably would have been neat. But why, why would that have been? I mean, I would have much preferred to stay the whole time just so I could stay, say I stayed the whole time, but I don't think anything would have changed. Well, no, it sounds like from the people that, uh, oh yeah, Gers still needs to turn in those, uh, metal rods for that lady. Shout out to that lady. Uh, Carrie's friend. What's her name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Caitlin? Caroline? Caitlin? I'll call her tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm going to stop by on my way home from work and pick those up. That simple. Oh. Okay. I can pick them up on my way home from work. Anyway, uh, but yeah. Waverly as a paranormal investigation experience, a total bust, but as just an adventure, it was okay. Uh, I would, I would, if like a decent sized group wanted to do it again, I'd do it again, but I would be more prepared and take a nap at like nine o'clock. But anyway, that's that's our Waverly story, not much happened. Caitlin Papovich, <laughs> shout out to you if you're if you listen to this podcast. Uh, appreciate you letting us use your various tools. We did use. Uh, we didn't really talk about that yet. We used the um, the EMF reader. Uh, we also used the radio scanner or spirit box, and then we used the uh, the divining rods. Uh, we used them throughout the experience uh, to no avail. We switched. We even switched to FM radio, which actually has like words already in it. Let's see if we could get some some things going, some questions answered. Um, a lot of the tour guides' answers were, well, you know, maybe they're just not active today. Also, fun story. Uh, I was talking about something with two of the tour guides, and um, I said, ah, ghosts aren't real. And they were like, well, we have some items to, to send with you. Apparently, people bring cursed items to the to the Waverly Hills and leave them there. And apparently a guy had taken a cursed item uh, home and then a week later passed away in a car crash caused by ghosts. So on one hand, we have uh, uh, a guy took a thing and then got in a car crash, happened to get in a car crash a week later. Or ghosts are real. This ghost attached itself to an object, a specific object, and laid in wait until the gentleman uh, picked it up, then waited a full week to uh, cause him to have a car crash. Uh, and I, it might not have even been exactly seven days, you know, who knows. So which one is more likely, I say? I mean, it's not... I would want to say that it's out of the realm of possibility... That that ghost could have been like, "Gotcha, bitch," and caused him to crash. But yeah, it's very, very like, "Hey, that's life." Like, dude got in a car car accident and died. Like, yeah, that's actually a human uh, piece of human develop uh, human evolutionary development in humans. Seeing patterns uh, where they're not there. Give me just one second. It's like star constellations. I'll Google it. Give me a second. What? All right. Well, while he's doing that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, when I went to the St. Augustine Lighthouse in Florida, like a few years ago, I felt like that was, I don't know, like more, I want to say spooky than Waverly, but there was definitely some like negative energy there. And when I climbed, when I got to the top of the lighthouse, because they actually let you go up it and. I mean, I'm already terrified of heights as is. And yeah, the lighthouse isn't like super big or anything like that. But it was enough that like when I walked to the edge of the railing and like looked over, I was like, and I'm like, you know, noped right back downstairs. Uh, But yeah, I mean, if you if anybody ever gets a chance to do the nighttime tour at the St. Augustine Lighthouse down in St. Augustine, Florida, I personally would uh, highly recommend doing that. Yeah, that uh, that recording at the end there that you had was pretty.
Yeah, uh, recording that he's talking about. Uh, I had my phone in my pocket, you know, completely lock screen, yada yada, all that good stuff. And then after the tour, I, you know, pulled my phone out and I noticed there's a 25 minute recording on my phone. And I'm like, hmm, I don't remember starting a recording by any means. So I play it and like we hear our tour guide talking and all that. And like you can clearly tell the phone is in my pocket at this point. And about a minute or two into it, you hear a little girl's voice. And I mean, the voice is it's very, very clear. Like it's like some somebody yeah, put their very thing. very is 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 a stretch because I think that she's saying something that, that well you think she's saying something completely different. It's definitely the fact that you can tell though that it's a voice. Also, I'm super disappointed you don't have that ready to go this time. Oh, because I didn't. I mean, I didn't think about it, and <laughs> it's literally. Somewhere next, next podcast will do start some off. somewhere among many many backed up files that I'd have to look for because that was what five years ago a long time ago she yeah. says she says or a kid the child's voice says it's a little girl's voice uh I mean little you know anyway it's it says it's almost free time is what I think it says and then you had what did you think it said it sounds to me like it she's she says it happened in the springtime, which if 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 accurate, that is the time of year that her and the two other kids drowned there at the lighthouse. It was in the springtime when the cart that they were in flipped over, trapped them, and they drowned. Oh, I heard about that on the with the ghoul boys. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the ghoul boys. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the things the tour guide talks about. Okay, so um, Per Peridolia, 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 is the tendency for incorrect perception of a stimulus, an object, pattern, or meeting known to the observer, such as seeing shapes and clouds, seeing faces in inanimate objects or abstract patterns, or hearing hidden messages messages in music. It, it can be considered a subcategory of apophenia. Um, common examples are, you know, animals, faces, or objects in the clouds, the man in the moon, moon rabbit, um, various things in the moon. Um, and then the apophenia is the tendency to mistakenly perceive connections and meanings between unrelated things. I've never seen the man in the moon, so I don't know even like where that came from. It's just like those two, when you look at the moon, you know, those, those two big circular things and then below it kind of like a mouth. I guess. I mean, that's the man in the moon. Also, some examples they're given here are like cave formations or, you know, whatever. Speaking of like the moon and stuff like that, uh, Alan's house would be fantastic for your telescope because there is like no light out there where he lives. Oh, yeah. We can make that happen. I've been waiting for this for the company to get back to me on a missing part. Uh, And then my brother came over and he was like, well, why don't you just use a clamp? And I'm like, uh, I mean, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess we'll just clamp it up and take it somewhere here here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, Alan, if you're listening to this, that's that's happening at your house and probably also my uncle's out in Howe Valley. Yeah, uh, he lives, Alan lives out towards that direction. Like, no, he doesn't. He lives in Ryanville. The other, no, he lives at the end of St. John Road. It's still E-Town. Like, it's, it's kind of the same. Yeah, it's kind of the same direction. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, because when me and Jackie were out there a couple weekends ago, and we were like, look at the, uh, the night sky, it was super clear. And I was like, wow, you can actually see a lot of stars and shit out here. Yeah. Your friend, uh, your friend, I forget her name, that was that went to Waverly with us, she said that you still can't see, uh, even with the telescope, you can't see uh, certain certain planets. Even mm-hmm. with a telescope as big as mine, and I had this this telescope is like five feet tall, guys. Well, were... now okay. Mm. I said, "Oh, that that was definitely Becky," um, but I don't know because I I have seen like Saturn through a telescope, so because I have seen 
the rings of Saturn with my own eyes through a telescope. And I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah, this time of year where they are in the, the night, I don't know. Maybe you can't see them, but I, I know the, I want to say the telescope that I looked, I've never looked through a telescope as big as the one that you have. Well, so, I've got, I've got a book, um, like a, a book of all the constellations and like how to look, how to use a telescope, what to look for, which, which hemisphere and so on and so forth. So we'll make it well, happen. Yeah. I mean, cause it, we were pretty blown away, blown away by just like the amount of stars we could see out of Alan's house on a clear night anyway. But yeah, let's we'll pick a, yeah. we'll pick a clear night and go out there. Stars and ghosts. Stars um, and ghosts. <laughs> we didn't talk about those movies we saw. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can talk about those real quick because we're only twenty five minutes in. We are, uh, and you know, there's not a whole lot to talk about New Mutants because it wasn't a good movie. That's not true. That's not, <laughs> that's not true. So, okay, here's a, here's my here's my New Mutants take <clears throat> on New Mutants. First of all, it's a great standalone film. You don't get those in twentieth uh, century Fox. You just don't get them. These X Men movies. Other than Old Man Logan, like you just don't get that kind of good cinema by its that that don't well, and even Old Man Logan doesn't even count as a stand because it's building on some other stuff like Charles Xavier and and his relationship with him and so on and so forth. Um, but it's it's uh, it was a difficult project, and I think they did fantastic with what they had. Could they have leaned more towards the horror thriller? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they, what's, uh, they kind of like made too much, they made it too fun with the teenagers having fun and so on and so forth. Yeah. And you, in, in a horror slash thriller movie, there should that, be more suspense. That's very, yeah. The, the, the gussy, the fun, um, is, is important, you know, to help build the suspense. Cause you have to have those moments of relief. You're the human oh, mind. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you want to care about the characters. But. Right. Well, that's yeah, that's true too. But you, as a viewer, need to calm down before you can get escalated again. You can't spend an entire movie on edge um, uh, and enjoy it as much. Name, name a scary movie where you're on edge the entire time. Well, I was gonna say not a scary movie, but for like the last thirty minutes of that Sicario movie that I watched a couple weeks ago, it's literally like. From the moment they go night vision into the tunnels, it's like you're on the edge of your seat literally for the full like last half hour of that movie. Right. Well, they, they did it a, fantastically. That's not a that's not a full movie though. Not not what a I'm full. Sa- movie. What I'm saying for the for this for the purposes of this, they they could have played uh, downplayed the uh, fun teenage times or the fun or or the trauma. Uh, teenage uh-huh. trauma, so on and so forth, and upplayed the um, mystery and the horror aspects because it was pretty clear I, I early really, on. Really, actually, it was really clear early on what was causing, yeah. um, what was causing the scary things to happen. So um, maybe that, maybe that a little bit better. But as far as being a unique film in a genre that well, is mean, so difficult to be unique and tackling. Um, new characters that no one's ever heard of, uh, for the most part. Even me, somebody who uh, reads comic books quite frequently, I was not familiar with these particular New Mutants um, at all. Even uh, even the one that you were familiar with, um, Magic. Uh, yeah, uh, Colossus's sister. I wasn't even familiar with her. So, um, off the top of my head, anyway. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, that's. I I think they did really great with what they had. There could there's some improvements. I'm switching. Previously, I'd given it a what did I give it a seven? Yeah, you did. I'm switching it to a six. That's better. I'm switching to a six. I'm leaving it at a six. I gave it a four, and I'm staying at a four. I just. All right. I I understand what they were trying to do. I just don't think they did it well. And that's why I gave. That's why I'm giving us. That so, just sounds so so. Give me another four. Give me a. Give me. Where's your other? Give me a pulse on this. Where's your other four at? 
another four would be um oh dang it what movie did i watch last year that i was just i'd have to look it up uh all right well while you're thinking of your four i'll give you a, a my seven my seven would be <sighs> well, let me take a look my seven would be a uh okay so like um Uh, the ringer. No, not the ringer. Um, any movie Johnny Knoxville's in. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> it's not a seven. Oh man. Uh oh oh. Perfect seven. Here's a perfect seven. I just slapped the table. That probably sounded bad to people listening. Um, skyscraper with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ah, uh, see, I haven't seven. seen that. It's a perfect seven. I need to write that down. For my like scale, um, if we're, I mean, gonna, I re- if we're gonna review mu- movies often. Skyscraper is doing the right. Definitely opted because movies ain't coming out that quick anymore. Yeah, I got plenty uh, of time. <laughs> um, damn it! Oh, uh, it came out earlier this year. That Gretel and Hansel with uh, the chick from It, the little girl. What's her name? The redhead. Mm-hmm. She was. She was in it, and. It was supposed to be like a new take on Hansel and Gretel. Did not like it. I thought it was about a four. It's not the one with Hawkeye. What? No, that that's the one that came out like five years ago. That was Hansel and Gretel something something like Dragon Warriors or something crazy like that. What? That I mean, <laughs> it had a, I know, but it had a <laughs> subtitle. It had a subtitle, but no, the one that came out earlier this year. <laughs> Power Rangers versus Hansel and Gretel. No, but it came, it came out earlier this year because, well, Becky was like, "Hey, I know you like thriller slash horror type movies," and she said, "Oh, and she this oh, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. It's the one where uh, it, the witch actually. It's more about like the witch and being inside and, the house. Type yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. And like that was really yeah. well done. That was really no, it wasn't. well done. It was not. It I mean, was it's at a seven. I'm saying seven for that as well. For that oh. one? Yeah. Man, that was like a four for me, too. Like, are we? I would give that a seven. I thought that was... No. Like, I gave Terminator Dark Fate like a seven. Actually, the end where they were like in that other separate room and they yeah, kind of like, like, wrapped up the movie too quickly. Yeah, and the magic uh, and the... And then Gretel yeah. gets her powers. Like, that was dumb. Like, yeah, and then they did it all like within in ten minutes at the end. They did. So, like it was like here's this whole movie and right. it's over. I'm down to I'm down to a five. Yeah, it was not a good movie. I'm down to a five point five. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it up until that point. Yeah, like a in a bad ending can just ruin a movie. Uh, but yeah, New Mutants four out of ten for me. That's that's my final standing. And then the other movie that we recently saw, which is the only new movie that's apparently being released for the next two months, was Tenet, Christopher Nolan's newest action-slash-spy-slash-time-reversal movie. Now, Jacob, I guess, has his issues with it. I really liked it. I thought... Like, you know, John David Washington, Robert Pattinson. Not a fan of his, by the uh, way. John David Washington? Yeah, he's he's the guy <laughs> who was the 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 guy who was running around killing wizards at the end of Doctor Strange, right? No. That was no. A completely different guy. That oh, was shit. uh <laughs> <laughs> uh John David Washington was in Black Klansman. Uh the guy that oh. you're thinking about is uh, God, I can't ever. I always butcher his name whenever I I say it. Uh, yep. Uh, Chet. No, 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 man. Anyway, I, I'm not, not, not a fan of his acting. Well, I'm in in uh, huge fan. What? Huge fan of uh, of uh, Sparkly Vampire. He his acting was fantastic and kept me involved in this entire film. When he wasn't, this is so crazy. I never thought I'd say this about that man, 
But when he wasn't on screen, I was like, well, what's he doing? I want to <laughs> where's, where's Poochie? Yeah. Uh, Chai Wattel Ejafor is the dude that you're thinking of. Okay. Which, and then, yeah, I, and I'm sure I just butchered the hell out of his name. But okay. he does he does look similar to John David Washington. Like, I, I see how you get the two of them. Their yeah. eyebrows are very similar. There you go, eyebrows. So anyway, uh... <laughs> What, Man. Uh, uh, what a great job Robert Pattinson did. And oh, Ooh, okay. that's a train. train. All right. Well, while he's waiting for this train to go by because he lives right by the train tracks. Basically, Tenet is a CIA agent uh, goes through some shit. Finds out that there's a guy that has a device that is basically capable of starting World War III. Him and Robert Pattinson start to pretty much not really play James Bond, but kind of play James Bond to figure out where this guy is. In, the, this- in the world. Apocalypse. Yeah. Because they, pretty, yeah, well, they say well, World War Three apocalypse, nuclear apocalypse. They're like, nah, different. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to get get to that because it's they're told to believe like it's going to be world war three and uh they look for this guy and you know turns out this guy has a device that pretty much will end time and space as we know it and it's like oh shit this is a lot more serious than we thought it was and so there's this process called inversion in the movie, which allows them to pretty much travel backwards in time, but it happens in real time. So it's a very, very interesting concept. I thought that, that they did. I thought they did it really well. And there's some scenes like when you're first watching the movie, you're like, oh shit, this is tight. And, but as they throw the puzzle pieces at you and you start putting it together, so you're like, before we oh. move, before you move on to that part of it though, let's, let's try to explain to people who haven't seen it what the time travel actually looks like. So what it looks like is someone playing any film in reverse, Mm -hmm. right? And then around that film that's being played. So for example, a car crashing in reverse around that is also regular time is moving forward. So the car that's, that's being played in reverse Around it is is cars that are going forward in time, and they're and they're they just look normal. So basically, that happens with people and items and birds and things. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's visually uh, appealing, but that's that's and and Robert Pattinson is amazing. Other than that, I really liked how tall that lady was. <clears throat> Elizabeth the Becky. Yeah, she's so tall, and I just enjoy tall people. Well, she's as she's as tall as uh, my ex Megan. Uh, Donald Trump's six foot three. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's like six five. Six four. Yeah, no, six, yeah four. No, no. I just enjoy tall people. <laughs> But she's so thought, tall. Looking at the looking at other people, like she looks down while she's acting with all these guys, all these like five eleven, five five guys that she act she's acting with. She's looking down at most of them, or they have to be sitting down just to make it not just to make the guys not look like weirdos. Well, I mean, there's there's several scenes where her and John David, yeah, I know, yeah, absolutely, and you could definitely tell like she towered over him. Yeah, she's a monster of a woman. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, great. Here's a great thing. Uh, Her personal journey in the film was really cool, I thought. That includes my son. That was dumb. (laughs) Every every part about her personal journey, except for like how she understands. Her understanding time and space, it took a little bit. It took a little bit. They're like the whole... The whole universe is uh, is exploded. Wait, 
That's that's where my son lives. He lives in the universe. Yeah. That's where, was, all my, that's where all my stuff I, is. The way, no, she, del- the way she delivered that line. Like, I think me and you just busted out laughing. In this I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. But like, other than that, like, I thought, uh, I, I thought I this like, should be a, a YouTube so we can show the clip. Like, how will we even show the clip? It's not even available yet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you, you could find it. We could find it somewhere. I'm sure, maybe. But uh, as I said, the score of the movie I thought was fantastic. I've listened to it several times on Spotify since watching the movie. But you're a fan yeah. of scores. I, do, I, I am. I listen to, especially after it's a movie that I've watched recently, and I'm like, damn, the music of that movie was just really good. Yeah, like, you're, you're, uh, you're a big music and score fan. Like I will just I will go back and I will listen to just the score of a movie. Best what's the best what movie? Best score. Uh mm, that's tough. You can just throw that or sa- like, or soundtrack. I was just talking about this today. Queen of the Damned. Oh, I mean it is a well, I mean it's a very good soundtrack because like all the original songs that the vampire Lestat was supposed to sing in the movie, uh were done were written by Jonathan Davis of Corn, mm-hmm. but he couldn't sing those songs on the soundtrack because his record label wouldn't let him. No, that's not his voice. Nope. Who's doing it? The movie, it's his voice. Oh, but not in the soundtrack. In the soundtrack, oh. they're done by other people. Like Marilyn Manson did one. Son of uh, a bitch. The guy from Disturbed did one. Uh, Chester from Lincoln Park did one, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Queen of the Damn soundtrack, I listened to that. I had actually had that on CD as a teenager. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, it was it was good. So but... me, I didn't have a CD player. No, I'm just kidding. I, had <laughs> I don't know. I would actually have to like think about. Like, I had a Zoom. Put it on my Zoom. No, I didn't have a Zoom either. I'm just kidding. I'm a big fan of a lot of Danny Elfman's scores. I don't know. Uh, this. He does a lot of movies with Tim Burton, like, you know, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, like, a lot of his stuff. I do like a lot of Hans Zimmer, which he does, like, more big blockbusters nowadays. Like, he did the score for Inception, Interstellar. Uh, pretty sure he did the score for Gladiator. Like, you know, good movies. And obviously, John Williams doing, like, all the most iconic ones with Star Wars, Indiana Jones, E.T., Superman, uh, Jaws. Like, I don't know. Just depends on my mood and what I want to listen to. Sometimes I'll just throw a movie score on. But, uh... All right. What are you doing? That's just my chair creaking. I usually I've been muting it when I move, but then I muted it too early that time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I personally I really enjoyed Tenet. I I would give it, I would give it an eight out of ten. I would give it a. Hmm, I'm gonna give it a uh, seven. I'm gonna give it a se- no. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yep. I can see. I can see that. You give it a ten. Oh. That movie is not a perfect movie. You said I said I said I gave it an eight out of ten. Oh, I thought you said ten. I was like, no. you're setting a horrible precedence. No, the, the only movie there. in recent time that I have given a ten out of ten to was Ford v Ferrari. Still haven't seen it. You what? Oh my god! I thought. Is it on your Plex? Yeah, of course it is. All right. Out of all oh, I tried movies, to watch it on your Plex, but it buffered like all the hell because. You know well, I think I got a better copy of it now, but. Out of all the movies that came out last year, it was my favorite movie of last year. I I gave a number one of 2019. I just thought, and I'm not even a car person. Like I don't give a shit about like racing. Or hot rods or anything like that. Me either. 
But Ford v Ferrari was just an incredible movie. I wanted to give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody's listening to this and you haven't watched Ford v Ferrari for whatever reason, do it. Uh, seek it out and watch it. It has Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon. And Matt Damon. It is just a fantastic movie. Matt Damon. Big Pretty much. Of, big fan of Matt Damon. Um, hmm. I, I, I enjoy. It's about time. Yeah, he does great. Uh, yeah. It's about sign-off time now, unless you want to go longer than forty-five. No, nah, I mean we got plenty of stuff to talk about next time, so we can wrap it up. Do, uh, do, we, want... do we ever? We got like four episodes worth of shit to talk about. Yeah, we're gonna get the L train involved on a couple of those for sure. So, which one? Uh, the one, one of the topics which I think is gonna be a talking about the brown bear. What? You talking about the brown bear? Yep. Bear and chill. <laughs> yes, sir. That I brought up to him, which I think is going to be a fun topic, is the whole separating the art from the artist. Uh, I want to get him involved on that one. I feel uh, like that's just a basic philosophical question that that. Uh, I well, mean, yeah. If, if we're going to start discussing philosophical questions, I, mean, I, I can get in on some of that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're going to work this cat podcast is just. Whatever we want to talk about, man. The nuts are mixed. They're sorted. They're mixed up. They're sorted up. Wait, what does that mean? Assorted. Assorted. It's it's the same thing, just different. But I think assorted means like it's mixed deliberately. Yeah. Or something, right? Of various sorts put together miscellaneous. I don't understand why we couldn't be mixed nuts. Because I don't want to get sued. By who? Planners, anybody. They, don't have, they all use the word, the term mixed nuts. That's not trademarked. There is no trademark on either, either, Well, we, we can trademark assorted nuts. How about that? Is Tyler going to uh, take a picture of some nuts? If he doesn't, I'll do it this weekend. I've got a set. He <laughs> can take. Hey, we didn't. Uh, Speaking of which. Uh, we didn't. Oh. Cuss at, I don't think we cussed at all in this in this one. So oh, we, we, we we did at the beginning. We uh, did at the beginning. Yeah, kept, I thought we kept it pretty PG. Uh, I mean, for the most PG thirteen for the most part. I don't think we really dropped any f bombs, but I know there were some shits at the beginning. No. Uh, but you still but yeah. get, you get like three or four f bombs. Well, apparently, I was reading you can drop several f bombs in a PG thirteen movie. As long as they aren't used in a sexual context. Oh shit! Yeah, like that's why some PG 13s will have two. So if I say, hold on. So if I say, fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. And I'm not talking about actually having sex with it. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Uh, But yeah, the separating the art from the artist that is a very interesting topic, I think. And we're gonna get L Train involved on that one. Yeah, go L Train. Why the fuck are you calling him L Train? Because that's when do we start doing that? I mean, it's been a thing since like high school. No, just, it, it is. It just doesn't come up because there's a band. over. Let's go since we're gonna run the full. Let's run the full hour, and we'll give uh, we'll give a preview, a little bit of uh, hello, what? A, a winky wink, winky wink wink, a little a little uh, t- uh, taste test of the nuts, <laughs> mixed nuts. Have it, have it, have some taste. Give it have, a, have some taste. Give it, <laughs> give it a little taste test. All right, here we go. We got. Uh, we're going to talk about trailers. We're going to talk about the Dune trailer, the Batman trailer, the Black Widow trailer, the Kajillionaire trailer, the No Time to Die trailer, the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. We've got uh, the next episode will be about. All of the main directors that we have chosen, uh, we've got, let's see, one, two, three, four. And I still don't think Taika Waititi should be involved. Eight. Oh, don't you ever. Don't. Well, he's he's an honorable mention regardless. And then um, we've got an episode just about our favorite comedy films, which uh, there's not as much overlap as you think. No, I'd, I even edited mine because I totally forgot. Like since I had made that list, 
And I was like, holy shit, I don't have Forgetting Sarah Marshall on here. And that's one of my absolutely favorite comedies. Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Have you seen... I've lost my shoe. It's. It looks like this. It's like this one's fellow. It's like it's twin. Well, not like an evil version, but like that's amazing. You. Yeah. You sound like you from London. <laughs> yeah, I told him. I. Oh, God. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is one of those movies that I, I could watch like every day. Fresh like, cereal. It, it, it's cereal. that funny. It's that funny. Yeah. If I got a surprise for you, <laughs> I Tally got does, a surprise for you. Tally does his uh, photo shoot with the nut for the nuts. That's what I'll say. I've got a surprise for you. But uh, yeah, I had to put that on the list. The surprise will be my nutsack. <sighs> I think everybody put two and two together like five minutes ago when you said that. Mm. But uh... Thor Ragnarok. Hey, speaking of Thor Ragnarok, um, when he says "fuck off, ghost," and <laughs> it's, the it's the best line of any film. Does he really? Does he really drop the f bomb in a yeah. Marvel Studios movie? Yeah, he kicks the yeah, he kicks the kicks the wall. He says "fuck off, ghost." Yeah, pretty sure. Don't look it up right now. We only got nine minutes. No, no, he says piss off, ghost. Oh, piss off, ghost. I was about to say, I know Disney is not letting Marvel drop f bombs in their movies. Taika Waititi, that's who that would... voiced that rock person. I, I thought know. it was uh, Brett and Jermaine's manager because those guys sound exactly the same. Yeah, I was about to say, if they ever drop an f bomb, it'll be in Deadpool. If yeah, that ever Here's... happens. I mean, it is absolutely... What? What do you mean? It happens all the time in Deadpool. No, I'm just saying, if it, they make another one. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, they'll make it. They make too much money on that shit. Um, here's, a, here's a question. Who would win in a fight, physical fight, altercation, between Brett and Jermaine and uh, Tenacious D? I'm going to go with Brett and Jermaine. They're not, they're, they're not two fat guys. What? Kyle Gass and Jack Black are bigger guys, and they will probably get worn out much quicker than Jermaine and the other guy. What? Yeah, absolutely. Just because they're... I, th- I thought that would give them the advantage. Not at all. What? Not uh, at all. I mean, first of Flight all... Of the, Flight of the Concords in a physical fight, take that one easily. Really? Yeah. I mean, Brett's not doing anything, first of all. he's He's like... A brisk wind against Jack Black's glory, and then, <laughs> and then Brett. Well, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about a straight up physical fight, right? Between the flight yeah. of the Concords and Tenacious D. Physical glory. Look, he's he's a stout physical man. They're yeah. doing power slides. They're doing. No. They're on. You know. They aren't though. Cock- they're doing power slides at the buffet. That's what they're oh. doing. <laughs> yeah. I think I I don't know. We'd have to open that up for discussion. Oh yeah. Since we've got seven minutes, let's talk about uh, audience suggestions for topics. Okay, we're gonna. You guys suggest if you're if you've made it this far into the podcast, all right? Yeah, if if both of you you have made it this far into the podcast, uh, leave a comment. I don't know where the fuck this is being posted. Uh, Well, it's gonna be on because I have to get it. Is there a place where they can leave a comment? My Facebook. All right. I, mean, I, can make, I can make a Facebook page for Assorted Nuts. Well, do whatever the fuck you want. All right, so leave a comment with uh, questions you want answered. We will answer every every one of them, all of them. Questions or topics that you think would be fun to talk about or debate. De- or, you know. Topics. Do not, do not flood Blizz's inbox. Don't get in his DMs and try to get on here because you have to buy a special. <laughs> you have to buy a special little microphone if you want to get in on this. Okay, <laughs> you're not getting. I didn't, I didn't say. I didn't say that we would invite them as guests. Well, they're gonna want to be. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I want to come on and talk about uh, whatever the fuck," and we're gonna have to be like, "Nah," <laughs> because you gotta get a special microphone. No, maybe yes. Yes, hundred but... <laughs> percent. You run in on this. You have to either come to our houses or get a special microphone. Ain't nobody gonna come to the house of the COVID nineteen pandemic. I'm just telling you, if Lenny wants to get, if Lenny wants to do this and be a and be a guest star, he's got to get the microphone or come to my house, <laughs> and he's got to bring a bag of chips. 
I want sour cream and onion and cheddar. The the baked what? ones. What? The baked ruffles. Sour cream and onion and cheddar. Sour um, cream and cheddar. Tell, tell Bob or Jack to pick those up for Saturday. Oh, man. It's already... Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Almost. Uh, I bought trees. The next uh, few encounter, the next few things you guys do are all in uh, forest. So I bought trees. Cool. I don't think people care about our D and D campaign. I don't give a fuck what they but, care about. Anyway, <laughs> I want to alienate the audience right off the bat. Thank <laughs> you. Does not, not care. About, this is not about you guys. This is about us <laughs> and talking about what we want to talk about. Uh, I listen. Yeah, I'm we- going to listen to my. I like to listen to my own voice as I fall asleep. Why? So, that's weird. That is weird as hell. I'm just like, kidding. That's not a real thing. I was about to say, that would be weird as hell. Weirdo. Weirdy. Ooh, speaking of, I did order uh, a new miniature for my dude today. Oh, good. Because uh, I've been working with epoxy <laughs> recently. And I trapped your guy inside of a large blue cube of epoxy. <laughs> Why? Well, I I thought it would be cool, and you, then it turned out you couldn't even see him, and I fucked up the epoxy, so I had to throw it away. So you don't have a guy anymore. <laughs> awesome, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked up a lot of stuff with that epoxy. You don't say. But I learned a lot of lessons, and I'm gonna try again. <laughs> I mean, I'm second make a second podcast for epoxy. <laughs> Sucking at something is being the is the first step towards being good at something. That's not true. It is though. Not not like grenade throwing. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I threw the grenade ten feet. I suck at this. Um, not for long. You don't. <laughs> oh man. I need a good sign. I need. I, we need to let's just let's open discussion. Our sign offs for the next three minutes. Man, I don't know. We, gotta uh, have, we each have to have a cool sign off. I, uh, I, I can't think of something like that on the spot. Yeah, you can. Well, you've had a week. We we haven't. We did the. I'm getting too close to the microphone. Sorry. Uh, I didn't think about that at all in the last few days because that was not on my mind. I did not think once. I wonder what my sign-off needs to be on a podcast. All right. I got it. I got it. You ready? All right. Go for it. That's it? I'm looking up cool lines from Top Gun. Oh, man. man. That's whack. Let's see. That's, so, that's dumb. That's so dumb. Why is there an ad for this? All right, here we go. That's right, Iceman. I am dangerous. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I like that. No, Iceman was my nickname I gave myself as a child. You know how you're not supposed to give yourself a nickname? Yeah. I gave myself the nickname Iceman as a child. I even printed out. I used my Windows 95 computer to print out this little little colored uh, thing that I made in paint that said Iceman. I put it on my door. Swear to God, that thing did not come down until I was a junior in high school. <laughs> It was on the outside. Wow. It was on the outside that, of my door. That actually my explains a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. It sure does. God damn! It sure does. Wow. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends, guys. Uh, let's see. Still don't have a lot of friends. All right. It's it's classified. I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. I didn't know that line was from that movie. I feel the need. <laughs> The need for speed. That's it. Oh, here we go. You can be my wingman anytime. There we go. That's it. That's the one. All right. All right. Uh, you go ahead and do your sign off, and then I'll do mine. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a sign off. We'll see you next time. You can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> you can't. Anybody can't. You know, it just seems like a it's a positive yeah. positive way to end the episode. You can be my wingman anytime. Let me let me work on that delivery. <clears throat> you can be my wingman. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> you can be my wingman anytime. Nope, that's too sexual. You can be my wingman anytime. There we go. 
little bit of a little bit of car salesman at the end there. You can be my wingman. You can be my wingman anytime. Yeah, you put a little pep in your step on that one. Oh, there you go. Put a little pep. That's a good sign off. Put a little pep in your step. No, I'm not using that. No. Nope. Right. What about something just fucking random like goodbye, Nancy? <laughs> no. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. But uh, all right, yeah. If you've made it uh, this first hour, I'm sure we'll have many more along the way, hopefully. So uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, Nancy.